Hello, 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 and welcome back to Black or Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a new show entitled Minx on HBO Max. Let's go ahead and take a look behind the curtain. I just want to ask Piers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. Minx is an American comedy streaming television series created and written by Ellen Rappaport. Uh, it is about 30 minutes long, 10 episodes. Executive produced by Ellen Rappaport as well. Rappaport. Paul Feig or Feige or Feige. <laughs> Dan Magnate. Just butchering everybody's name. Rachel Lee Goldenberg. Ben Carlin. Produced by Michelle. Blank Warden, cinematography by Kewen Tran and Jason Oldak. We have a cast of Maine, Ophelia Lovey Bond as Joyce Prigger. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. I don't think I've seen anyone. I don't recognize any of these actors. Michael and Garano as Glenn, Jessica Lowe as Bambi, Oscar Montoya as Richie, Lennon Parham as Shelly, Adara Victor as Tina, and Jake Johnson as Doug Renetti. We have a guest starring list of Taylor Zachar Perez as Shane, Stephen or Stefan Talabowski as Conrad, Amy Landecker as Bridget, Olivia Rose Keegan as Amber, Jackie Veen as Marion, Austin Nichols, that, that's a familiar name, where do I know him from? Um, he was in The Day After Tomorrow, as Billy Brunson, I feel like I know him from something else too, that's a lot more recent than that, Leslie margarita as francesca al sapienza as vince alicia hannon kim as wendy eric edelston or edestein as willie sam levin as franco rich sommer as Flemmy, hope davis as victoria harnett josh stamberg as george jillian jacob as maggie susan walters as elaine allison tomaine as wanda that's also another familiar i know her from oh fargo david hamer as myron so now that we've given credit where credit is due let's jump into the episode okay let's get it so before we jump into the recap or review, wherever you listen to this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Popping, Spotify, Amazon, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for Minx or any of the other shows that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. So the first episode, Not Like a Chavance, Right in the Face. Written by Ellen Rappaport, of course, and directed by Rachel Lee Goldenberg. I gave this episode an 8.5 out of 10. I had a love-hate relationship with Joyce the entire time, but I also have or see the potential that Doug did in this person that has been 
very woefully repressed in her life despite how researched he is in being a woman she doesn't have a lot of uh, experience so our title of character joyce is the kind of white feminist whose greatest enemy is all men <laughs> there's feminism and then there's white feminism and she's the uptight hardcore down for the cause and absolutely judgmental with only absolute type conformist ideas and a habit of correcting people when they say things wrong i'll put a whooping on their ass so fast boy i'm not gonna sit here on a pedestal and pretend as if i have never corrected anyone however <laughs> i usually try to do it either in a joking fashion or i let it slide if i know what they were talking about if we're like in a conversation if there's someone that i'm having a serious conversation it might be a little bit differently but if it's just a you know friendly type of thing and we're just chatting and it's not a fucking debate or anything that's fine i also hate when people try to correct your grammar I'm like i don't need a a a grammar nazi up my ass i know what i was saying you can ask for clarification if need be but to correct what i'm saying or you know to correct me oh you meant them or there and they'll spell the there they the one you didn't write and you're just like dude no one has fucking t- and no one told the cell phone companies to change you words every time you type them out and i don't have time to go back and look up at my chat before i hit send okay this is something that's supposed to be done (laughs) in a way to communicate quickly with your friends this is not a business fucking meeting social media is not even half a professional enough a place that i need to make sure my grammar is on point you freaking pieces of shit i hate it when people did that just to try to think that you're smarter i'm like that's not no you know how to type in words in a computer congratulations now i sound like an angry (laughs) but she meets doug trying to pitch her her magazine while still in the 70s where women are just now realizing their bodies can actually orgasm through you know since they just went through that peace love free and all drugs phase now they're like okay what do i want how do i get it they're starting to assimilate an idea but it's only certain people in certain societies usually it's upper middle class (laughs) because you see all the other ones that are not from that particular upper middle to higher class society they don't have as many qualms and it doesn't have as much like they can learn a lot about their appreciation from joyce but they also are far more ahead of her own sexual and psycho revolution there (laughs) mainly because other cultures didn't didn't conform to those same repressionist ideas that were going on i mean there's not to say that the other cultures didn't but i think that there was a lot more well it just depends on where you were just depends on where you were and particularly where you are in society 
you know how my mom gets hung up on this holiday party after her pitch fails because nobody is trying to hear it they thought it was good until she said let's go ahead and put a (laughs) angry woman and they don't get the context like what do you think this is gonna do this is a strong symbol but it's also 1970 something i mean i don't empathize or not empathize with her she's in a in a place in time where and still even recently even though never ever 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 no i've had something happen but it was between a co-worker never anyone that was in the higher position uh and even that was handled fairly quickly <laughs> and i allow myself to not recognize what it was because they were very good at hiding exactly what they were but that's not a story for right now but i do get where she is coming from she's just become so bitter from it she's self-righteous which doesn't translate well when you're trying to to uh, attain allies and you need to be able to coax people to you not demand and there's a lot of that that's going on even now on social media you got so many people in their causes and they think that the right thing to do is to to be so demanding and and uh you know so uncompromised and and it's, it's simply not the way you're gonna what's the statement you're gonna attract more flies with honey than you are with vinegar but i did enjoy the line when her boyfriend which i didn't catch his name he says you know my mom gets hung up on this holiday party and she says that's what happens to smart women who don't work they still have these big brains and use them on stuff that don't matter and this is where she goes wrong because she thinks that she is somehow above because she hasn't settled for that particular lifestyle but it's actually a privilege that you have not and it costs you your relationship as well but a man standing in front of you saying i love you but i've supported this idea but i don't think it's going anywhere and it seems to also be very hypocritical of everyone i know and a lot of people around me and while it's okay to feel whatever like your ideas it's not that i'm not really supporting them even though at the end he wasn't but that's because basically you said it's not even a choice he said i love you and you spat in his face i don't care what kind of you know disagreement you were having in that moment you put an ultimatum out there in a way that was not okay and you did not care at all about the pain you inflict and yet you yourself are feeling victimized by the pain that men inflict or can inflict by their own actions uh, by being so callous and not taking into account that he's a man who has feelings she just sees him as a man and uh he ends up leaving (laughs) she goes to work and works at 18 magazine selling subscriptions that whole entire place looked like a peak barbie dream house and it was disturbing i'm a barbie girl in the barbie 
yes you have the completely inappropriate bosses that put their hands on your shoulders like all up on you what you gonna wear to your boyfriend just being so inappropriate and too much and like i said previously i have never because black women ain't taking that shit (laughs) that's because i believe a lot of white men and women are intimidated by black women particularly even more so than black men because we have uh we have the capacity to not get mad but get even and i think that shit is just in the dna i don't know what it is in the dna but we know we we see the statistics it's a lot of a lot of highly educated black women out there and they're like i wish a motherfucker would you can't fuck with queen Doug has spoke to her briefly because she didn't come to his table and pitch his I pitch her idea even though he overheard it anyway because he works in the porn business. No, not that type of porn, just a magazine that sells risque types of advertising. There's nothing wrong with this. Absolutely. Hugh Hefner is a millionaire based on people's love of just looking at men and women nude i don't know if anyone ever read those those articles i never picked up one of those books because by the time i was old enough www.pornhub was a thing and even skinamax had more going on than opening a magazine but this is the 70s man this is the 70s so they capitalized on that shit they're like yeah all y'all pretending like you like no people are sexual creatures and no matter how much they try to ignore it their search history gives them away (laughs) so he realized that she has somewhat of an idea when she mentions putting nude men on a magazine and actually read her magazine and had other people read her magazine that were impressed by her so he shows up in her office to try to pitch her for a meeting uh she continues to be the worst and he replies but by does anybody enjoy your company he wants to use her idea of displaying males nude in a way that promotes female empowerment which begins with opening yourself up to your own femininity taking back that power that you so despise like you can't call me a bitch because i'm all i'm already calling me that bitch that bitch to me means something completely different than it meant so many years ago so when you call me a bitch i'm like oh thank you (laughs) see how we took back said word that was a derogatory term for a female and now it is not you have women out there like lizzo and uh cardi b and I can't think of anybody else right now but uh or even Nicki Minaj all of them that are highly sexualized women but they're using it as a way to like I am what I am you sitting here dropping money on me just because I look this fucking luscious that's me getting what I need based on your primitive desire and it's getting me ahead and now look I'm, you have paid for me to go to fucking college that is 
what feminism is all about versus that white feminism that uh homegirl is sprouting throughout a lot of this episode um this is also a reminder of how chippendales that guy became a billionaire i just recently watched that whole story he is crazy because he killed his he killed some people but uh (laughs) he actually killed himself as well yeah y'all need to go read that whole story that shit was like bonkers i had no idea but that is what he's trying to get a hold of he's like look i know that women like you are an untapped market and i'm trying to tap into it and i need someone like you uh if i can sell you on the idea and you can class up my idea then we have we have gold right now she goes to her sister who i really did like what was her name didn't write it down but i will because uh, she says look your ideas ain't got nobody biting this guy at least is giving you an opportunity the only opportunity and maybe just maybe you might learn something i really laughed at this next scene because she was really driving to work in that uplifting crap music like oh i can go in there and i can slay and whatever the heck she's i don't know i don't know that music i would never listen to it <laughs> i know i go into work with a whole different jam we meet bambi who is a centerfold coordinator what's a centerfold coordinator i don't know i made it up love her and she meets tina she's like um i would like a tea please not a coffee even though she's pouring coffee and you were offered coffee she says i'm not the secretary i'm just black oh i'm sorry i thought she was because she was pouring the coffee because people at your tennis club that's what the help look like she goes well you know i do i i do have a membership to a tennis club but everyone there is mexican she straight called her out racist (laughs) i love tina and i love bambi i actually love all of the cast uh currently i even like the one guy i can't remember the photographer yeah i'll have to catch names next time i definitely liked all the dick because she comes back to work the next day and there's a whole thing lined up she tried to slow roll it talking about i can go undercover at an abortion clinic what the fuck he's like just give me a few days let's try it my way she concedes and the next day she comes in it's a whole line of people that want to audition by showing their tadpoles and it turns out that not surprised at all jess has only seen two and a half penises while it was dim i'm like oh no that tells me also you did not slob on that knob because you would get very intimate with it at that point and thus that's also very empowering i know a lot of women they're probably like it's not for me but let me tell you something having a dude at your fucking mercy by giving him the best head game in his life yeah 
Let me tell you something. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere when he got the best right there. Shane, Mr. Cream on my couch, the fireman, <laughs> did come in to assault to assault Joyce with uh, lust, clouding her thinking enough for her to actually agree to him. He's also an idiot though, because he's like, I thought it was at 12 midnight. <laughs> they all go out and celebrate the fact that she probably had her first orgasm while he was on top of her because there was an earthquake and he announced that it was an earthquake, but then he pushed her out of the way as a light swung. He's like, I'm just doing my job. Uh, they go out and celebrate and i love tina saying you a white bitch you want to fuck him so the, so does other white bitches whose money we want i like doug he's a man born of his time but he can recognize that there is things he can he can recognize intelligence right like he of course he says chicks and of course he's gonna do things that are gonna annoy you because that's what he was born fucking what is he 30 40 years old jesus <laughs> he was born in a time where barely over uh slavery just got over segregation for fuck's sake so he's not going to all of a sudden be the thing in which you idolize in a man and i like what her sister said to her is like yeah when i got my husband and he wasn't everything i wanted i want a man that travels not a man that farts or does something she said but he's a good husband and he's a good father so you need to stop being so damn picky and stop thinking that you're gonna get all your eggs in one basket and doug is right you could be more than one thing then the next morning after bambi drops her off her ex shows up to drop her shit off and then drag her for being into the as he calls porn business everyone knows here's the thing how are you a feminist i've clearly been drinking i'm so high i can hear ever. i don't know what that sip of water was supposed to do <laughs> but i am gonna get through this the the best i can <laughs> but um where was i at oh yeah you allowed your ex that you dumped to put you in your place when like that doesn't make any sense to me as she thinks about what people think versus actually talking to anyone to understand what they think it's that hypocrisy that causes doug to lose his shit as she comes to the photo shoot the next day to condescend everything and everyone that is working hard for her idea that actually technically not only is he financially not technically he is financially supporting but he also could find any other person that is just as vanilla as her to accomplish if that's what he needed he embellished her idea 
but he didn't necessarily need to give her any type of credit for it he chose to and i think that he also thinks that she can learn from said experience like i think that he's open to the idea we can learn from each other but she also needs to treat him like a person so he loses his shit and she leaves she then gets all depressed burt reynolds uh comes out half nude in which magazine was it i wasn't paying attention but her sister shows up with an easter basket and she's so blind that she can't see the point until it's right in front of her and she sees even her her co-workers using a man and his physique to judge another man in his physique to make him feel inadequate which makes him walk away um an insecurity which like if you want to like that's the whole point behind it like you need to step up if you want this like women not being so easy to get was part of it as well especially good women because <laughs> now the easy ones is just mm-hmm, no we have to choose you we swipe and we need to act there's actually a dating app like they think it's called bumblebee where men can't even reach out to you you have to reach out it's all about the women taking control so that was what she was that's what doug was trying to communicate to her that she finally got when she rolled up in that old ass station wagon she crawls out of her own ass and explains why she was acting like a biatch realizing that her her attachment to the idea and then putting it out there in the world she didn't realize she needed how stubborn she was in resisting the fact that it can and should be massaged to find the right audience if she wants to come get her message across and uh she realizes that she judged and i like that he pointed out to her like look i'm a successful businessman who bought a nice house in a nice neighborhood as i always wanted and i worked hard for that i'm not some dumbass motherfucker that's a fucking clown and you keep treating me like one no matter how much respect i'm giving you to your ideas and if you're gonna work with me then the respect needs to go two ways and uh she finally realized she can't look down her nose at him and she says she has a killer idea for the first photo shoot he ends up uh welcoming her back of course because he didn't want it to be easy that easy for her but she knows that she made a good pitch and it was a good photo cover of instead of the the men catcalling at the women we have three businesswomen catcalling at a man like how do you like it how does it feel when you're nude and vulnerable and you're most and men are just or women are just being like i want you come over here some nasty ass bitches out there bill bird talked about them <laughs> they will run run down the heel face painted skirts on they'll jump on your dick in front of your wife they don't give a fuck and it's true so i really liked the first episode i'm intrigued by this show i like what it has to say i like that it's not um it's not preachy it very much has comedy in it but they are presenting they're not telling you what to think they're just presenting you with different characterizations and they leave it up to you to have that conversation 
So if you want to send feedback for the next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com. You can also leave a message below. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. <laughs>